Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. This should be redone by Joe Walsh. And be called Survival in the State of New York. Almost like back to back, belly to belly, right off of Kurt Russell's Escape from New York in the early 1980s. And Joe Walsh's song, which was the theme for the Warriors. Which is what so many people, unfortunately, are doing. The fear has led to flight and the exodus continue. In the state of Kathy Crime Wave Hokum, who uh, actually sides with everything that criminals do. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And do absolutely jack deadly squad nothing for victims. In fact, remember... When uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin uh, won that very heated Republican primary to take on Kathy Crime Wave Hokum, and remember it's Hokum because she's full of nonsense. Remember what she said at the start of her campaign to get elected governor? The fate of democracy in this country. That's what we're fighting for, my friends. We are fighting for democracy. We're fighting to bring government back to the people and out of the hands of dictators. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. Now, let me warn all of you who continue the flight and the exodus. Do not go to the Port Authority to pound the hound down to Florida or Georgia or North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Texas, Tennessee, or parts unknown. Because there is an individual there who um, is uh, active 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is the very person of the family that Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb uh, said was entitled to justice. The uh, estate of the Neely family, when um, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb sided with the Neely family against the Marine, the hero Marine, Daniel Penny. Remember how she said the family is entitled to justice? And remember, who was the spokesperson for the family? Oh, that's right, the uncle, Christopher Neely. Now we see this guy has a rap sheet, 500 Scott Tissue papers long. He's getting busted over and over because he hangs out at the Port Authority. He jostles, he pickpockets. He snatches purses. He has credit cards on him. In fact, after his most recent arrest, he had a total of eight credit cards on him with different names on it. He goes in and out of the Port Authority every day, every night. Beware of Christopher Neely, the uncle 
of Jordan Neely, who ended up expiring on the floor of that F train at 2.30 uh, in the afternoon, right in the middle of the afternoon on a Monday. Seems like a lifetime ago by the hero Marine, Daniel Parrott Penny, assisted by the two good Samaritans who uh, have not surfaced, they're nameless, but we've been told by Alvin Bragg's office who turns criminals loose and arrests uh, those who defend themselves like Jose Alba behind the counter of that bodega in Harlem. Remember how he had a first-degree murder charge over his head and housed him in Rikers Island until the public outrage just was insurmountable. He had to cut him loose. And uh, where's Jose Alba now? He's living in the DR. Imagine he feels he's safer in the DR than he is here in New York. And he's absolutely right. And so in this case, Christopher Neely is now being arrested for a series of crimes he's committed before and a series of crimes that he continues to commit at the Port Authority. Yet, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb says that uh, Jordan Neely's surviving family is entitled to justice, which will mean a big, fat lawsuit that the liars for hire file file against the MTA money-taking agency, and we, the sucker taxpayers, are going to have to pay for that. Christopher Neely has been arrested 20 times since June of 2022 while he was on probation (laughs) for grand larceny and criminal possession of stolen property. This is Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb's New York. And we wonder, she wonders, why people continue to flee. Well, first off, she told them to leave. And second off, she's not doing anything about the crime. Look at this situation involving. A mugger in Queens, Cody Gonzalez, 32, was shot five times, five times. Two, three, four. Let's not miss that last shot five times. By Charles Foner, 65, in the wee hours of the morning at 82nd uh, Avenue at an apartment building near Queens Boulevard in Kew Gardens. He was approached by Cody Gonzalez, who had been busting out windows all along Queens Boulevard and basically looking to attack people. And he had been arrested over and over and over. Now, his family has come out and said, no, the 65-year-old guy, Charles Forner, who shot him five times, he was in his right. So unlike the Neely family, who has all circled the wagons, and claims that Jordan Neely is the victim and is suing the MTA, the family of the psychotic assaulter in Queens who has been arrested over and over and over have actually sided with the guy who had to kill him. Cody Gonzalez's family has known him for close to 12 years as he's gone in and out of their houses, and they said, look, um, Charles Forner, age 65, had no choice. We don't like losing our nephew. We don't like losing our cousin. But what else was this 65-year-old guy to do? You can see in the video. And they say, oh, well, wait a second. He had a big pen. He didn't have a knife. He came right at Charles Forner, who kept walking back, warning him. He pointed the gun at him. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. Cody Gonzalez just suffered from mental illness and had been living in a halfway house before meeting his end on that street 
at 2 o'clock in the morning. Why wasn't he in a psychiatric facility? Whose responsibility is that? That actually is Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. Her predecessor, Andrew Evilize Cuomo, who has come on uh, WABC three times. First with Cindy Adams, then with John Katsimatidis, then with Rita Cosby. Never once apologized for anything that took place at the time that he was governor and followed by all those homosexuals when he would give the laptop um, uh, discussion each and every day about COVID. And he had quite the following. Many people thought he was on his way to becoming uh, the Democratic nominee to take on then-President Donald Trump. Then he crashed and burned, and rightfully so. But when he came into office, there were 30,000 state beds for those who were psychiatric patients. There are now 3,000. He cut the budget. He cut the beds. He needs to be asked that. If he comes on to WABC one more time, and I'll impale myself with this microphone if we let this guy back on, who has showed no humility, Andrew Evilize Cuomo. In fact, he's listening on WLIR, our FM affiliate that reaches the East End at his mansion owned by Fredo, his brother Chris Cuomo, with his wartime consigliere Joe Pacoco just released from federal prison, six years for corruption charge. Hey, Michael Corleone, a.k.a. Andrew Evilize Como. Andrew, ascendeme tu si u provionos facim. And like your father, you are. And then lastly, we have what's going on in Albany, supported by Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. She's on board. There's a clean slate bill that'll seal all criminal records. And it was cheered on in both bodies of the legislature. The supermajority Democrats in the state assembly, led by the crooked speaker, uh, Healy, and uh, the supermajority in the uh, state senate, led by Cousin Stewart. They have said that if you have done time, even for murder, you should have the right to move wherever you want to move, and the landlord should not have access to your criminal record, should not be able to do a background check. Likewise, if you're an employer out there and you're seeking employment, and let's say you did a a, a bid upstate, you did it in uh, nearby Ossining, Sing Sing, right, in P.E. skill, and you got released, and now all of a sudden you want to go out and get a job, those prospective employers should not know that you did time for manslaughter or murder. Nope. None of their BIB business. If all of a sudden you're going to rent a room, rent an apartment, nobody should know. You're going to buy a house. You were a big-time narco-terrorist drug dealer. You've done your time. Your record should be sealed. They should never, ever know that you were one of the key shot callers domestically here in the United States for the Medellin cartel bringing in the cocaine and for the Cali cartel out of Colombia. This is crazy. This is Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb State. And who proposed these legislations? The Utreditor to moderate Democrats, to the House of Peter Valone Sr. and his sons, who were the epitome of what moderate Democrats are. They had a protege. His name was Generis. And when he saw that the socialists were invading Astoria, Instead of standing his ground and fighting for the Valone principles and moderate democratic principles, he sold out. Generis, you are a traditor. You are a Judas.
This is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. The Ride of the Valkyries, resuscitated, remember Apocalypse Now, Robert Duval coming in off the South China Sea to the coast of Vietnam, saying he loves the smell of napalm in the morning on those uh, helicopters as they were hunting down Viet Cong. The Ride of the Valkyries, you know, it was uh, created by one of the most virulent anti-Semites to ever exist, Wagner. Never mind, it was Henry Ford, another virulent anti-Semite. And recently, Kanye West, easy, that's right. And who could ever forget Kyrie Irving, who actually took his apology off his Instagram posting when Mark Cuban, the Jew from Pittsburgh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, brought him over there thinking he could get into the playoffs. Ha! Psych! Uh, the curse of uh, Naomi was upon you, Mark Cuban, as it is upon her son, Sid, who has almost completely lost his voice. But where was Sid last night, huh? Where was Sid last night? He was all the big machas. The big machas had a big tent outside of Gracie Mansion. They called it Jewish Heritage in advance of the Support the Israel Day Parade this Sunday which I and the Guardian Angels will be marching again in, as we always have. So they had all the big machas there, right? They were Sid and everybody. Oh, having a great old time. And then who walks in but Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, uh, pretty much, I got to tell you, he might as well have said he was like Moses leading the illegal aliens into the promised land. And I would have told him right away, hey, how about five towns right out there in Nassau County? You know, Lawrence, Hewlett, Cedarhurst, Woodmere, Inwood. You got to take your fair share. Did he say that? No. How about Muncie and Rockland County? No, no, no. He didn't say that. Oboro Park, the Bubbles. Come on, take your fair share. Lubavitch and Crown Heights, Satmar and Williamsburg. No, no, no. He didn't say that. He had a vegan spread. Noga filter fish. How do you have a Jewish event with Noga filter fish? And who didn't complain? Rabbi Joe Potasnik, who's like a sickle fan toady and lackey of this mayor, along with uh, the Rev that he's on with. Well, what the hell is his name? The Rev and the Rabbi. It ought to be an infomercial, a one-hour infomercial every Sunday morning. Once I finish uh, from what? Is it uh, 7 to 8? It might as well be paid for by the committee to reelect Eric Adams. The Rev and the Rabbi, they never, ever take this mayor to task. No gefilte fish at a Jewish event. The only thing they had was sushi. And then the mayor is talking about how he was playing pickleball early on. Pickleball. What, with kosher, sour garlic pickles? The city has fallen apart, and this guy is playing pickleball. But, oh, he comes out, and he sees all the machas, including Rabbi Joe Potasnik, he sees Sid Rosenberg, and this is what he had to say. Wow, wow, look at, look at this crowd. 
You know, look at this, look at this uh, crowd saying, good friends, Joe, really good seeing you. Yeah, meantime, wow, wow, Frank Caron, who's handling his reelection efforts now that he's left as chief of staff, he's already r- raising millions. You know what the mayor was thinking when he looked out in that crowd of Jews. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Damn right he saw dollar bills because he knows when you collect checks from Jews, those checks don't bounce. You don't have to run to the bank. Other groups, you better run to the bank. And then, of course, it was Eric Adams patronizing this crowd, as he always does when he's with Jews. And then when he's with uh, folks um, who are black nationalists, of which he was back in the 90s, supporter of Screwy Louis Farrakhan and Dr. Leonard Jeffries. We'll get to that momentarily. He will never mention that in front of a Jewish crowd. Listen, listen to what he had to say about what happened at CCNY on the very day that the undergraduate students turned their backs on him at the law school graduation. Oh, he was there, but he claimed he didn't hear uh, what the commencement uh, speaker said. This is such an important uh, celebration as we come in and acknowledge a Jewish heritage time of the year. The other day, I was at CUNY Law School, and the graduates, some of them stood up, and they turned their backs because I was a former police officer. And I left today, I left before the keynote speaker. And I later learned what was her speech. And I want to tell you something. One of the most devastating part of our history is when people remain in the room and allow people to desecrate others. I would tell you, if I was on that stage when those comments were made, I would have stood up and denounce them immediately because we cannot allow it to happen. And now I know why they turned their backs on me, because I would never turn my back on you. Yeah, never would. King Herod, the black King Herod, talking to the Pharisees there under the tent, including Sid Rosenberg and our own Rabbi Joe Pataki. Yay, yay. Remember when he supported Farrakhan? Remember when he supported Dr. Leonard Jeffries? Let me tell you something. Dr. Leonard Jeffries, virulent anti-Semite, tenured city of the University of New York tenured professor, first professor ever to be in charge of black studies. And he's the one who came up with the term ice people and uh, sun people. And who are the ice people? Well, of course, the ice people were the um, the Caucasoids, the white people. And they were evil and they were violent. And the sun people were people of color and they were peaceful and they would try to resolve differences by conversation. So he started all that nonsense as the tenured professor 
the head of black studies at the City University of New York in the 90s. Let's not forget, he also talked about melanin factor in your skin, which makes you superior to those that don't have melanin factor. And he went on and on, and he blamed Jews for the slave trade. And he said that the Russian Jews in Hollywood were making movies that were pejorative towards blacks. And now who was his nephew? Oh, that's right. Hakeem Jeffries. At some point, he will be the Speaker of the House of Representatives. And apparently he didn't remember what his uncle had taught him in his many trips that he had accompanied him on to Egypt to learn about Nubian peoples and the evil of Jews, a virulent anti-Semitic. And yet, uh, here's a guy who could quote uh, Biggie Smalls in the well of the house, which he can and does often, and yet couldn't remember that he had written an editorial when he went to SUNY College in Binghamton in support of Dr. Leonard Jeffries and the anti-Semite Screwy Louis Farrakhan at the same time that his very dear friend and uh, brother in solidarity, Eric Adams, was doing likewise in the 90s. And he goes, "I I can't remember that. You gave a speech in defense of your uncle, Dr. Leonard Jeffries, and in defense of Screwy Louis Farrakhan at SUNY University campus in Binghamton. And all of a sudden, he had his Joe Biden moment. He couldn't remember that. He couldn't remember that. Well, let me tell you, we're on the cusp of the annual Puerto Rican Day Parade, June 11th, Sunday. And there are two different Puerto Ricans involved in this scenario. In 1992, Herman Badillo took on Dr. Leonard Jeffries and was relentless. He was the president of the Board of Trustees of the City University of New York. He had gone there. When he came from Puerto Rico at the age of 11, he was an orphan. Both his mother and father had died of tuberculosis. He stayed with his aunt. He was a building superintendent. That's the way he survived. And he went to CCNY before that, Harron High School, which is now John Jay College over on the west side. So when he sat on the board, he knew everything about CCNY because he had experienced it. And he said, we must get rid of Dr. Leonard Jeffries. And it's exactly what Rudy Giuliani gave him orders to do, because thank God Rudy had been elected mayor. And he said to Herman Badillo, go for it. And that meant major lawsuits. Dr. Leonard Jeffries fought for his right to stay chairman of the Black Studies Department at City College, even though he was lambasting and using anti-Semitic language, anti-white language all throughout. A lower court ruled in favor of Dr. Jeffries, but the United States Supreme Court let stand an appeals court ruling that CCNY had acted properly in firing Dr. Leonard Jeffries. Now, that's a heroic Puerto Ricano, Herman Badillo, who did not back down, even though he was called a race traitor as a result of that, as if people of color have to stick together, blacks and Hispanics. They can't be independent and autonomous. They can't be free agents. Who makes that determination? White people. White guilt. White liberals. White progressives. White socialists. Who is on the board of trustees now that decided not to say anything, to remain silent about what was said? And obviously, you can't do anything to the student. But you certainly can do it to the dean of the law school who not only allowed it, 
but got up and gave it a standing ovation at the end of the student giving the commencement address. And who was that? That was Suda Seti. Suda Seti, who says her job at CCNY is to prepare justice warriors. Now, she can be fired because she gets paid by us. But who is the chicken? The chicken here is the Puerto Ricanio who's afraid for Fernando Ferrer, the former borough president, right? The man who hoped to be mayor, the former chairman of the MTA money-taking agency. So here it is, Fernando Ferrer, chicken. Herman Badillo bravely took on that anti-Semite and that white hater, Dr. Leonard Jeffries. You see the difference? You see the difference, ladies and gentlemen? And as I looked out at the sea of all these mockers underneath the tent at Gracie Mansion, including our own Sid Rosenberg strutting around like a peacock in a Joseph Abu-designed outfit, comparing his uh, schmata to Eric Adams' 5,000 customized suit. Oh, they were so happy with one another, including Rabbi Joe Patazzi would say, yes, that was an excellent speech. Where was City Councilwoman Ina Vernikov? Where, oh, where was the Republican member of the Educational Committee of City Council who called for the CUNY Chancellor Felix Matos Rodriguez to attend the City Council hearing about anti-Semitic harassment on City of University campuses in New York City? And that was back in September. He refused to show up. And who was pressing the argument? And the only one pressing the argument at that time, Ina Vernikov, was a Republican. She's running for re-election. Unfortunately, you have some Republicans supported by Democrats who are trying to knock her out in the primary June 27th. I will be standing with Ina Vernikov side by side. But she wasn't under the tent. Why was she not invited? Where was she yesterday? She was with Curtis Lee when the Guardian Angels first, as we were leading those Asian patrols that she has developed along Avenue U in Sheepshead Bay, her district. And then at the Brooklyn GEOP annual, excuse me, monthly meeting, in which she was talking about how some Republicans and Democrats want to knock her out of the box. Well, you would have thought, why didn't they invite Ina Vernikov? In fact, Ina Vernikov has been trying to get a meeting with Eric Adams for months and months and months on this subject of anti-Semitism on the CCNY campus. But apparently Mayor Eric Adams didn't have time to meet with her. A new semester had begun, but she was given the runaround. Students are afraid to be openly Jewish or freely express their pro-Israel viewpoints, she said over and over and over. I'm here to defend their right not to be attacked, not to be vilified, not to have to absorb all this anti-Semitism on campus. And guess who wouldn't meet with her? Eric Adams, who knows he can play you Jews like suckers, that he can walk into a room with a new $5,000 suit on, the schmatt on, and say that he's in solidarity with you. What are you all, schmucks and putzes? You schmendricks and pishes? This man who supported screwy Louis Farrakhan, 
Dr. Leonard Jeffries, go ahead, ask him the next time. And wouldn't even sit down with your female warrior, Ina Vernikov, working behind the scenes to unseat her. Yes, yeah, Sid Rosenberg. Yeah, Rabbi Joe Potashny. Applaud like seals. A man who has done everything in his political career to make sure that you Jews do not have the equality that he wants to attain for the African-American community. Now, think twice before you praise a man who wouldn't even meet with a female warrior, Ina Vernikov, city councilwoman. Make sure she gets reelected. She's battling for the Jews in the City University of New York. Eric Adams today could fire, could fire the dean of the law school, Suda Seti, and do what Herman Badillo did under the orders of Rudy Giuliani and say, I don't care how many lawsuits, fire her. I don't care how many millions it costs her, fire her. But, oh, he says nice things and doesn't even give you gefilte fish and tells you all about how he was playing pickleball while the city is falling apart. That was a shunder yesterday under the tent in Gracie Mansion. And those of you who attended without Ina Vernikov demanding that she be there, you should be ashamed of yourself, Sid Rosenberg and Rabbi Joe Potashnik and the rest of you so-called Jews. This is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York So Sid Rosenberg got stroked like a peacock last night under the tent with all the Jewish machas as Eric Adams came out and pretended to be their friends with his own uh, $5,000 customized suit. So he and Sid, they were locking eyes, swatting spit, swapping spit, couldn't say enough positive things about one another. So what did uh, Sid do in return? He started talking today about the return of New York, except he hit the roadblock with Bo Dito in the 9 o'clock hour. When does it end, Sid? I don't know. Let me go to Florida. I'm but, looking for property now. Sarasota Bow is out Oh, baby. I'm going to buy a friggin' house. I'm going to buy an apartment. I'm getting the hell out of here. You know why? We're on the eve of destruction. We are. And you know what? You can say what you want to say. I don't see a glimmer of hope. Really? Not a glimmer. You know, Eric Adams yeah. said last night yeah. at the event I was at. Oh, hold on, hold on. The city wipe is the, not wipe, coming wipe back. The, wipe the white stuff off your mouth. All right. He Sid. said the city is already back. You disagree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah tell, uh, it, tell it to the next six victims that are going to be robbed, and the next six victims that are probably be killed. All I know is that I am glad that we're able to thrust ourselves. But it's bad out there, Sid. It's really bad. And you know what? Anybody tells you different, including Eric Adams, they're in the fuck. Oh, yeah, Eric Adams playing pickleball. What, with sour garlic kosher pickles? 
What is wrong with you Jews? And look at Sid. Oh, he's all for toots. Oh, oh, Eric Adams recognized me, right? And he lost his voice. And that's because he made fun of his mother, Naomi. You never do that, Sid. And you got the evil Maluk, all the Italian women. They're just like Jewish mothers, Italian mothers. And now you have earned their wrath. You know, I gave you my secret ingredients from my, from that little black box I carry around with me, but you have sinned against your mother and you have sinned against all of us, Sid Rosenberg, by praising Eric Adams.